Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. For our Health Tip Tuesday today, we are going to talk about some quick tips to increase your water intake, manage your nutrition, and increase your physical activity. We have done longer episodes of these topics and I'll list them in the show notes if when you're going through this episode you want, you know, because this is a quick tip session, if you want more details, certainly you can listen to those episodes too. So when we talk about, you know, hydration and we talk about nutrition and physical activity, these are topics that I get asked about a lot in my practice. So first we're going to talk about trying to increase your water intake or overall sense of hydration. So making sure that you drink enough water and stay hydrated is important as our body is made up of 50 to 60% water. So because of that, our body requires water for it to function properly. So on the cellular level, water is a requirement for different systems and things to work in your body. So what are some quick tips that you can do today to start making sure that you're able to increase the water intake that you are having? So here are some things that I could think of and certainly, you know, there may be more out there. These are just the ones that I have. So to increase your water intake, one of the tips is to fill up a large container of water according to how much water you require in a day. And so what that looks like is that if you are drinking 64 ounces of fluid, you would make sure that you drink, um, that you fill up a 64 ounce container. And then by the end of that day, you will look at that container and see if you've had all the 64 ounces. That's a really quick way visually to make sure that you get the amount that you need. When it comes to water intake, typically intake varies according to what your weight is, how physically active you are. Um, there are some climate climates that require more water intake and so if you were interested in really figuring out your hydration status and what would work for you you can pop back on episode 20 there is an, a whole episode on are you drinking enough water and so that will give you some information for that um, some other tips when it comes to increasing your water intake would be having a glass of water each morning when you wake up and before you brush your teeth at nighttime. If it's harder for you to have something to drink at night because it would interrupt your sleep schedule, then perhaps you don't do that, but then you make sure um, that you get your intake in the morning. One of the other things I would say is if you're drinking things, if you're drinking a lot of caffeinated beverages in the morning, maybe um, if you are drinking say like 16 ounces or 12 ounces, maybe then you replace what you're drinking in coffee with water, you know, after that. So if you drink, you know, 16 ounces of coffee, then maybe, you know, after you drink that, you know, in the next hour or two, make sure that you're drinking that much 
that much, you know, another 16 ounces of water to make sure that you're hydrated and that you're not becoming dehydrated because you're drinking all of that caffeine. Some other um, tips are to always keep a container of water with you so that you are proactive when it comes to your hydration status. A lot of times we, you know, we, when we start to feel that we're dehydrated, we probably already are a little bit behind on the eight ball. So I would say to just kind of keep something by you so that you have it so that you can monitor your hydration status before you're actually feeling like you're dehydrated. And, um, you know, dividing your day up into three different parts and making sure that you drink the desired amount before that time is also a tip that I would say. So for instance, if your goal is eight cups of water per day, and again, that varies according to a variety of things, this is just an example, you would divide your day up into three different, into like three different parts. And so you would say, I'm going to make sure I drink three cups um, of water before lunch, three cups before dinner, and then two cups before bedtime. So that's just a way that you're really just doing a check-in with yourself to make sure that you are meeting some of the goals that you have throughout the day. And so that's really what that three-part segment does. It just allows you to have three touch points during the day to figure out where you are with your goal of, of increasing your intake. I would, you know, drink water with meals, all meals or in between meals. And then lastly, what I would say is, you know, they sell these water bottles now that I'm sure you guys have seen where they basically have timestamps along the container. So it, I guess you could make your own too with like a marker, but they have like, you would fill up your container of water and they're usually pretty big, the ones that they sell. And then they have timestamps on them. So like that you would check your container at 9 a.m. and you would see where you're at. And then you check it again at 10 a.m. And so it just really allows you to have touch points all during the different hours of the day to see if you've met your goals. So I guess you could also do that in terms of having like a big container. And then, you know, if you wanted to just put a marker on the outside of the container, making sure that you are kind of keeping up with what your goals are, that you're drinking water by this certain amount of time then you could do that too. So just making sure that you have some kind of container with you at all times and that you know how many of those containers you need to drink per day and just kind of checking in with yourself to make sure that you are doing that. And so if you have a container, if, if your water bottle is 16 ounces, you know, figuring out how many times a day during your work day, you need to fill up that container to meet your needs. I feel like most people are going to probably get the bulk of their hydration status throughout the day. Um, in the morning times, I feel like it's going to be more like caffeine beverages during the day is probably where you're going to get your water intake. And then I feel like most people don't drink as much at nighttime because again, it does interrupt your sleep schedule. So just kind of really look like at your day and figure out where it is that you drink the most water and then try to maximize your time for drinking during those times. Now let's start talking about nutrition and ways to maximize your nutrition goals. So in the, in my podcast episodes, there's probably so many episodes that you'll find in there about nutrition because there's so many components to nutrition. 
But in this quick tips, we're just going to talk about ways to increase your veggie fruit intake and how to kind of start to create a little bit of balance with your meals. So veggie fruit intake, they all kind of go together. I feel like with veggie fruit intake, most people aren't consuming enough fruits and veggies. The recommendations are anywhere, you know, greater than four servings of fruits and vegetables per day. That also depends on what your what your weight is like and what your calorie level is like. But again, we don't, you know, in this podcast, we just kind of emphasize focusing on hunger and fullness. So that's why um, veggie and fruit intake is really helpful because it allows you to get the nutrition that you need and fruit and veggies really help they have a lot of fiber in them and so having that extra fiber helps create a feeling of satiety and fullness so how are some ways that you can increase your veggie and fruit intake well i think some of the ways are you know a lot of us buy veggies and fruit and we eat probably just like stick it in our refrigerator crisper drawer and so then sometimes if it's not on our mind I think they kind of get lost in that drawer and then you know come when we go grocery shopping again and we find all these fruits and veggies in there and we're like oh shit look we could have consumed that so one of the ways or one of the tips I was thinking was instead of storing them in your refrigerator crisper maybe move them to the middle of the fridge and the reason for that is so so they're, they're at eye level and you know, so they're like in a constant place where you can see them when you open up that refrigerator. And the reason for that is, is how many of us open up the fridge and we just say, nah, there's nothing there. But if you, if you open up the fridge and you see your fruits and veggies, that might be something that you go to and that you consume when you open up the refrigerator because it's right there. And so in that placement, something as simple as that can actually help trigger you to eat more. And if you're snacking at nighttime, you know, that's the first thing that you see. So that might be an easier pick for something for you to consume. One of the, one of the easiest ways to really optimize your nutrition intake is to have veggies and fruits at most of your meals. And so what that looks like is, you know, we've talked about in this episode, in this podcast, this whole healthy plate method. And again, I think I even did a podcast episode on it. And so what this looks like is that you're visualizing your plate, you're looking at it and your plate is going to be, especially for lunch and dinner, it's going to be 50% veggies and fruit. And so a quarter of your plate is protein. A quarter of your plate is a starch. And then the rest of your plate is either all veggies, all fruit, or fruit and veggies. I would probably just have as much variety in there as you can. And veggies seem to be the natural choice when it comes to lunch and dinner. And so doing that, you're able to control portion size. Um, and you're really able to really maximize your nutrition because you're getting different food groups and different nutrition by having the different macronutrients on your plate. And so that is a way that you can increase your veggie fruit intake. Because think about it, if you're doing half of your plate as veggies for lunch and dinner, chances are the right there you are is you're getting four veggies in per day, which is pretty great. 
I think most people think that, oh yeah, you have to have a salad in order to get your veggies in. But I think over time, salads can be pretty boring if you're doing it all the time. And so just making sure that you have something like that at lunch and dinner, and then even if you have a piece of fruit during the day, now that's like five servings of fruits or veggies that you're getting, which is really great because that's a really great way to, again, get your vitamins and minerals and also increase your fiber intake. And most people aren't getting a lot of veggies and fruit. Most people are probably only getting one or two servings a day. And so that's a really quick and easy way to increase your veggie and fruit intake. Another way is to you know, add veggies to any sandwiches that you consume. So this would kind of go in with the whole you know, making sure half of your plate is veggies at lunchtime. So if you are having a sandwich at lunchtime, maybe adding veggies to bulk up your sandwich and give it some, you know, give it some spice and some flavor, but also it's a way that you can get some of the nutrition that you might be missing if you're not having a sandwich. And so veggies that I'm thinking of are typically things like sprouts and cucumbers and tomatoes and avocado and spinach. So just adding things like that to a basic sandwich will really start to give you a little bit more nutrition than just eating a sandwich with like turkey and cheese by itself. And then lastly, when it comes to increasing fruits and veggies, when you go out to eat in restaurants, start your meal with some kind of veggie-based soup or some kind of salad. That will help really keep you focused on what your health goals are because it's giving you more nutrition than probably other foods that you may consume during that meal. Now we're going to talk about tips on increasing the mental balance when it comes to meals. And so this is just what I'm talking about here is having and being aware of your hunger and fullness scale. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about intuitive eating and figuring out when you're hungry and when you're full. And so what I would say to you, um, is to, when you're consuming all of, when you're consuming anything, any food that you're consuming, I would plate, put all your food on a plate. Don't eat it standing up. I mean, don't eat it like hanging out, especially in snacks, don't eat it like out of the container or in the sleeve of a crackers, plate everything. And the reason for this is that plating your food, it allows you to see what it is that you're consuming. So I think visually it can be really important to have that. And you can kind of see like where, what you're consuming. So you, you can get a visualization of where your macronutrients are like, so you can see where your carbs are, where your protein is, where your fat is, where your veggie and fruit intake is. So it's just a way so that you can become aware of what it is that you're consuming. When it comes to snacks, plating everything is important because you can really see what you're eating. And so snacking, I feel like, is a place where we're eating our snacks out of the bag and then all of a sudden we're distracted and we've eaten all of this food that we didn't even know that we were hungry for. So snacking is something that's really important to plate because putting something on a plate allows you to see what it is that you're consuming and the amount. That's the more important part of what you're consuming. And it's not to judge you to say, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be eating that. It's quite the opposite. It gives you freedom to be like, okay, I'm consuming this 
and I was hungry for this and now I'm feeling full. So you're, you're, it's going to be very hard for you to get to a place of being hungry and, and feeling like you can, you know, really start to feel those cues if you're distracted by eating out of the bag and watching TV. So plating it is a way to bring awareness to what it is that you're eating so that you can then start to tap into how you're feeling from a hunger fullness perspective. And then lastly, anything that you're eating, once it's on your plate, you want to take a few minutes to kind of, you know, take your time eating and to not be distracted and be mindful when you're sitting down because it does take a little bit of time. It can take up to like 20 minutes for your stomach to signal to your brain that you're, you know, that you're full. So if you're eating all during that time, it's going to be really hard for you to, it's just going to take some time for that, for that communication between your stomach and your brain to take effect. And if you're distracted during that, it might interfere with that process. So whatever it is you need to do, whether it's kind of slowing down or taking a break after you eat your first snack and trying to figure out, okay, am I still hungry? And just taking a little bit of time for your brain to catch up with that. If portion control is something that's really hard for you and snacking is a place where I feel like portion control can be tough, I would really start to evaluate what foods it is that could cause you to have any binge eating and either avoid those foods until you feel like you have a little bit more control over it or because you know on this podcast we never talk about you know depriving yourself of food perhaps by a smaller portion or an individual portion can an individual portion bag so that you have time to figure out if you're hungry or you're full and then also there's like an end point to it so having that end point will allow you to kind of sit for a little bit and have that you know stomach to brain communication you know that it would take for those 20 minutes and to really establish if that's working and if you are tapping into that and and figuring out if you're full if you're if you're if you're still hungry or if you're full so having the individual portion just gives you an end point so that you can kind of like sit back and relax and really wait for that communication to kick in and then finally when it comes to creating some awareness about balancing what you're eating limiting distractions during meal times and so I think a lot of us were, we're eating meals in front of the TV or maybe we're playing on our phone or we're sitting at a computer when we're eating maybe we're listening to music or maybe we're you know eating over the sink while we're cooking so limit the distractions that you have so that you can really start to you know get into a place that you can identify your hunger and fullness cues and then lastly, let's talk about some quick tips to increase your physical activity. Physical activity, I feel like, is one of those things that most people feel like they don't have time to do it. And so one of the things that I think is helpful is to somehow figure out how you can add physical activity into your day of what you're already doing. And so, for instance, if you're already going into work and you're working, you know, eight hours, is there time at work that you can, you know, scoot out and take a walk? So this could be on a lunch break 
or perhaps if you're working from home still um, during a conference or Zoom call. So is there a way that you don't have to add anything more into the day, but that you're able to do, have your regular work day, but just kind of be able to do two things at once during some point of that day so that you can get your physical activity portion of it done. One of the things when it comes to physical activity is trying to figure out where it is that, you know, what time works best for you. And also try to figure out times during the day when your emotions may feel a little bit more, um, you know, it might be a little bit harder for you. So for instance, if you know that working out in the morning is the best time and that you're the most consistent in doing that, then work out in the morning. But if you feel like you have times at nighttime, whether it's after you put the kids to bed or after you've done the dishes, that you're in a place of emotional struggle, then perhaps, you know, instead of eating to manage those emotions, perhaps do some physical activity during that time. And that can look like anything that can look like going downstairs and walking on the treadmill that could be taking a walk with your partner or, you know, depending on what time of the, you know, what time of the night it is, even taking a walk with your kiddos. And so just trying to figure out where it is that you have the hardest time with your emotions and trying to figure out if instead of, you know, having those emotions take over your night, maybe instead have that proactivity that you are then um, doing something physical to help manage those emotions. Another thing is that I feel like a lot of people have these like um, older kiddos and they are doing a million activities after school. So one of the things I was thinking is that instead of heading home, perhaps like squeeze time in during that time and perhaps go for a walk or do or take an exercise class or do something like that so that it's not adding anything to your day you're already maybe for kid Pilly's baseball you're already at the baseball field right so instead of just sitting there um you know perhaps maybe just kind of going for a walk on the perimeter of the field just so that you feel like you're doing something instead of um instead of just you know waiting for the activity to be done and then going home to do something um with your girlfriends instead of having like a a girl's night maybe have like meet them for an exercise date so that you guys can go for a walk and just kind of catch up and have some meaningful conversation make exercise as fun as it can be by listening to your favorite podcast or audiobook or again if if you're already watching tv at nighttime perhaps instead of just watching TV, maybe watch TV and get on the treadmill if you have that at home. Um, One of the ways that has worked for one of the clients that I had was that a big barrier for her was when she would get home from work, the chances of her then leaving to go to the gym were really were really limited because how many of us we get home and then we have to make dinner or you know we have a way to do homework with the kids or you're just exhausted from the work day so I feel like somehow we have to figure out how to make that that you don't even go home so that you can just you know avoid that whole dilemma of wanting to just lay up lay on the couch when you get home from work so what she did was that she would pack her work clothes the night before and put them in her trunk of her car and then when she would leave work she would already have everything so there was no way that she couldn't 
she had everything that she needed to go to the gym. So instead of going home, she would go to the gym. She would either get dressed at work or she would get dressed at the gym. And then she would just head on over to the gym because she had everything that she needed to do. Some people also get dressed in their workout clothes and then just kind of go for a walk. And you could do that too, where you're in your workout clothes and you go for a walk either at your work before you leave or maybe if you have a little bit of time before you get home from your activities or whatever your commitments are after work, that you then just go and take a quick walk um, and do something like that before you have to do what you have to do. And then lastly, I would say, you know, just I think some of those apps like the pedometers or the tools such as like different smartphone apps are really helpful in giving us a baseline of how much we consume and we how much we move and then also it's i think it can be a great tool to increase our physical activity because if our baseline is 3000 steps well i think it's fun when you work with your friends and you try to increase that or beat their goal so that's another way that you can increase your physical activity so as always these quick tips are meant to be I know just tips to kind of get you started and this process of behavior change is not seamless it there will be plenty of bumps in the road so the key to making any behavior change is to take some kind of action and so I encourage you to take any action despite it being messy or imperfect or crazy but any action is better than none because action is what is going to get you to the place of achieving your goals you can you know you can think about all these things but the difference about actually achieving them is taking the first step towards action so i want you to listen to what your body is telling you to do and just know that whatever you do is better than doing nothing at all so taking action for sure is what's going to get you to your goal and remember that it's not about being perfect, this process of behavior change, and that it's really just progress over perfection. So thanks for listening today. I will see you back here on Thursday. And if you have any tips like we talked about in here in ways to increase your hydration, physical activity, or balancing your nutrition, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to Whole Health Empower on Instagram, or you can, you know, hit me up in my free Facebook group, Whole Health Empowerment Project on Facebook. So I'll see you guys back here on Thursday and thanks for listening.